really trusting in the timing of your life, trusting that the things that you want, they will show up for you in the time that you're meant to have them. And if they don't show up for you, it's because you weren't meant to have it in the first place. And it just means that there's something better out there for you. Welcome to Lit Up AF, the podcast that helps you create a life that lights you up. I'm Jenny Rose, your average 30-something millennial who spent years following the conventional roadmap to success until one day I looked around and realized I was burnt out, uninspired, and living a life that was out of alignment with my dreams and desires. So I threw away the old roadmap and now I'm following my own inner compass as I create a life that leaves me feeling lit up as fuck. I started this podcast because I know that I'm not the only one who did all the right things yet ended up feeling trapped in a life meant for someone else. So if you're feeling stuck, consider this your permission slip to throw out the old roadmap, tune into your inner compass, and create your unique version of happiness, even if it doesn't make sense to those around you. Join me here each week for a dose of inspiration, encouragement, practical advice, and honest conversations with others on a similar journey. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to Lit Up AF, the podcast that helps you create a life that lights you up. My name is Jenny Rose. I am your host of this podcast. And today on the show, we are going to be talking about synchronicities, what they are, how to spot them, and how to use them to create a life that lights you up. So before we dive in, it feels like it's pretty important for us to define what a synchronicity even is, since it's going to be the topic of today's podcast. And when I was doing a little bit of research into this, it was interesting because I came to realize that Although this idea has been around for a really long time, apparently Carl Jung, the famous psychotherapist, synchronicities played a pretty important role in his work. And that was something that I was not aware of. So according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the definition for synchronicity is the coincidental occurrence of events and especially psychic events that seem related but are not explained by conventional mechanisms of causality. So some examples of this that they have listed here are things like a certain number that keeps popping up wherever you go, or a time every time you look at the clock. An old friend that you haven't seen in 20 years since high school appears the same day that you're looking at her picture in a yearbook, or you're singing a song, you have a song stuck in your head, and you turn on the radio and all of a sudden that same song is playing. So these are all coincidences that can't necessarily be explained and Not all of those are necessarily things that are significant, but something that I think is really important for us to recognize is that everything in this universe, ourselves included, everything is energy. And we all have an energetic blueprint and we're all putting energy out into the world with our actions, our behaviors, our thoughts. And it's very important for us to remember that Just as we are constantly sending out energy, so too are the people around us, and so too is the universe. And something that I find extremely comforting that is a concept I have come across throughout my own spiritual journey is this idea that the universe is constantly conspiring in your favor, that all of the things that you want, the universe wants to give to you. So a beautiful way of thinking about synchronicities is that they are 
signs from the universe that are attempting to nudge you in particular directions. It's how the universe guides you and speaks to you. In my own life, I have had synchronicities that have been completely unexplainable to me and yet have sent me down completely different paths. If you tuned into the first episode of the podcast, then this particular example of a synchronicity is not going to be surprising to you, but I had grown up wanting to be a game developer from the time that I was a little kid, and I went to school for computer science, thinking that I was going to break my way into the industry somehow, and ended up changing majors halfway through because I was having such a miserable experience with computer science felt like I had given up on this big dream that I had been carrying with me my entire life, only to find out years later that my dream was suddenly accessible to me again when I went on a date with a guy who I met on a dating app who happened to be connected in the industry and know somebody at a studio that I eventually ended up working at. He got me connected with that person and the rest was history. And I spent eight years in that job. And I was only supposed to be there for two months. It was supposed to be a short-term contract and ended up being there for a really long time. And similarly, the same week that I started that job back in March of 2015 was also the same week that I met my now husband. And I met him through a blind date kind of setup. So really my entire life changed in the course of that one week after I had spent so many months looking for a job. I was going on dates with people who I wasn't really feeling a connection with because I really, really wanted to find love. And lo and behold, everything changed in that one week. That is, to me, a really powerful example of synchronicity, knowing what I wanted, putting it out there in the world, and it circling back to me in ways that I never expected. Some other examples of synchronicity is in my life that ultimately ended up changing the path that I was on is my current living situation. Again, calling back to the first episode where I talked about a time that during the pandemic, my husband and I were going through a really hard time. And we both thought that the relationship was over and we separated. We were living together in Boston, Massachusetts, and I had grown up south of the city, so not too, too far, and I wanted to move home to be closer to family and friends when I was going through that challenging breakup because it was a really, really dark period in my life, and I wanted that support. And I remember before my husband and I had officially made the decision to call it quits, I would go on Zillow and I would look for apartments. I didn't see anything on there that was going to be a good fit for me nothing that fit within my budget. I felt so trapped at the time. I felt like, what am I going to do? I don't know where I'm going to go. I really don't want to move back in with my parents. So finally, after weeks, maybe even months, honestly, of looking on Zillow and not finding anything, I decided that I had to just take the action and took the leap, called my mom and let her know that I needed to move home. I packed a couple of things up and drove back to my parents' house. And I pulled into the driveway a couple of hours after I'd had the conversation with my mom. And I got a call from her right as I pull into their driveway. 
And my mom is asking me, hey, can you come see an apartment right now? And I was shocked. I was like, what are you talking about? I just told you two hours ago that I was moving home. How have you already found an apartment for me? It turns out that she had gone by my aunt's house. And my aunt happened to mention that one of the units in the house was available. And my mom hadn't even said anything to her about me looking for a new place. It just casually came up in conversation. And my mom was like, wait, are you serious? Because Jenny Rose actually is going to be needing to find a new place to live. And my aunt just happened to have the key to the apartment because this was, again, during the pandemic. And so the couple that had been living in this apartment had gone to Virginia and they had decided that they weren't going to be coming back. So they had just given their notice, but my aunt had a key to their place because they had asked her to be watering their plants while they were gone. So she texted them and ask them, hey, would it be cool if I bring my niece in and show the apartment? She's interested in renting it. And they're like, yeah, go for it. I walked in and it was this immediate recognition of like, yes, 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 yes. It was perfect. It had so much charm. The price was right. The location was perfect. It really, truly was just a perfect place for me to land. And it all worked out. You know, there's a happy ending here for me and my husband, not that separation and divorce can't also lead to happy endings, but, you know, we spent a while apart and we ended up doing a lot of work individually and eventually made our way back to each other. So now we're we're living in this house still, but at the time it was really the cocoon that I needed to get away from everything. And after feeling like I could not find anything, it just really fell into my lap. Another powerful example of a synchronicity in my life is around the time that I really started to identify that I wasn't feeling super lit up in my career, that I was feeling like maybe I should start to explore different paths. And all of a sudden, human design crossed my path. For those of you who aren't familiar with human design, human design is a system for spiritual awakening It is a synthesis of a number of ancient and modern sciences. It includes the Hindu chakra system, Western astrology, the Chinese I Ching, Kabbalah tree of life, quantum physics. It really is this very fascinating synthesis of all of these different sciences. And at its core, it's all about identifying your signature energetic blueprint and recognizing how you're meant to operate in this world, like the actual mechanics of your body and your spirit, how they're designed to operate and deconditioning around that because we have so much conditioning placed on us from society and our upbringings, our family systems, our social systems, all of these different sort of layers and layers of conditioning that are placed upon us and they really obscure the true authentic version of yourself that you're here to be. And so human design is something that came into my life at a time that I really was looking for something deeper and was ready to receive that wisdom. And I randomly discovered this content creator named Ashley Brianna Eve, who is the queen of human design. And she happened to be just around the time that I found her enrolling for a human design coaching academy, which is something that I 
immediately said yes to. I spent a year studying human design under her tutelage, going through that course and really using it as a tool for myself first to understand my own authentic energy and to support me in the deconditioning process. I'd love to use those tools and resources someday to help other people go through their own awakenings. But that's another topic for another day. But the way that this just came into my life right at the time that I was able to receive that wisdom was so perfect. And it's led me down a lot of interesting paths over the past year and change where studying human design has just really helped me get better in touch with my own authentic self, which was a huge part of making the decision eventually to quit my corporate career, which is something I talked about a lot in the first episode of this podcast. But I don't know that I would have made as much progress as I did in identifying my inner self and what it was that I was looking for out of life had I not discovered human design. And so I'm so grateful that it came into my life at the time that it did. It's also really helped me to better understand the other people in my life and to give them grace and compassion, knowing that their energetic blueprint is not the same as my energetic blueprint. And that even though maybe it sounds obvious to say, but I think I didn't always realize just how different we were each designed to be. And so I took a lot of things personally, especially in my relationship. I think I projected a lot onto my partner and now I feel like just having an understanding of both my design as well as his design and the designs of some of the people that are really close to me in my life, it just gives me so much more compassion for them, so much more grace for allowing them to go through their own process on their own timeline and not expecting things of others. I think that's really it. It helped me remove the expectations of how either myself or how others were meant to show up and meant to be and just really let it unfold organically. Another example of synchronicities that have shown up in my life, and the reason I'm going through so many examples here is just because I really want to illustrate for you what this could look like in your life. My hope is that the more examples I give you, the more you're able to think, oh, right, I've had something like that happen in my life, whether it was a person or a place or an idea or a piece of media or whatever it is that just crossed your path at exactly the right time that you were needing to see it or hear it or experience it. So another example of this in my own life is the sabbatical that I took from my corporate career, which I talked about in the first podcast episode. Originally, I started talking to my boss about this in July of 2022, but I didn't end up taking my sabbatical until October of 2022, almost the end of October. So several months had passed. And at that point, I had reached a phase where I was feeling really frustrated that we hadn't been able to make it happen because I had expressed this real need to take a break for my own mental health and I felt like it wasn't really going anywhere with leadership. So around the end of September, I finally had to say, it's becoming really crucial that I take this sabbatical sooner rather than later. And so we were finally able to put it on the calendar for later on in October. I was feeling frustrated at that time because I felt like 
it would have been so wonderful to have taken that sabbatical during the summer when I wanted to be spending lots of time in nature, whereas the end of October in the Boston area is when it's really starting to get cold and gloomy and where it starts to feel like winter might be setting in, even though it's technically still autumn at that point. November is really when it starts to feel as wintry, at least to me. And so there was this bit of disappointment there around this not happening as quickly as I wanted it to. We decided that my sabbatical was going to be from October 21st until January 3rd. I was meant to come back at the end of my company's holiday break. And spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to the first episode, I ended up deciding that I wasn't going back and that it was time for me to let that cycle come to a close and for me to let this next phase of my path unfold, which is this podcast. And even though I don't know exactly what the path is going to look like just yet, you know, kind of going back to what I was talking about before about not knowing where I was going to live when the time came for me to separate from my husband, but knowing that it was something that I needed to do. And when I just let go and decided to move forward, the path unfolded before me. I took the leap before I could see what was in front of me. And the same thing here, trusting in the divine timing of your life, the sabbatical didn't come into place until the end of October. And that same week that I decided to go on sabbatical, I listened to a podcast episode and they happened to have a guest that I really resonated with. And so I ended up going over to her podcast. It's Kathy Heller's Don't Keep Your Day Job podcast. I think she recently changed it to just the Kathy Heller podcast, but she's been podcasting for years and she hadn't crossed my path prior to this, but I found her on another podcast. Her message really resonated with me. I started listening to her episodes and her most recent episode at the time was about how she was running a course that teaches people how to start and launch their own podcasts. And once again, it was an immediate yes in my body. I had already known at this point for probably a year, I had already had this dream that I wanted to start a podcast because this medium had been so important to my own growth process that I had known for a while I wanted to do it, but I didn't know how to go about doing it. And so once again, the timing happened to be perfect. It lined up with the period of time that I was going to be starting my sabbatical and the period of time that the program was starting so that I could really just dive in and immerse myself in it. If I had taken my sabbatical earlier, perhaps it never would have even crossed my path, this opportunity to do this podcasting program. And even if it had crossed my path, it might not have felt like the right time for me because I might have already been back at work after taking a sabbatical. And so really trusting in the timing of your life, trusting that the things that you want, they will show up for you in the time that you're meant to have them. And if they don't show up for you, it's because you weren't meant to have it in the first place. And it just means that there's something better out there for you. That leads me to my most recent synchronicity that's coming to mind here on Black Friday of 2022, so the end of November. Keeping in mind, I had already started the Your Turn to Podcast program. I already knew that I wanted to take this path, but I hadn't yet decided to quit my corporate career. I was really on the fence. My intention was always to return to work after those three months. I thought that I just needed a break and I needed to get my head on right and feel refreshed. And even though there was 
that part of me that had already identified that I want to go down a completely different path in my life, I wasn't yet convinced that I was going to give up the career that I had spent nearly eight years building. I thought perhaps I'd build a podcast on the side or perhaps I would do something else for a while and ease into it. But I talked about this in the first podcast episode again. It was that realization the longer I was away from work that I was holding on to something that was no longer right for me because of a previous identity that I had spent many years embodying. And I had to recognize that the cycle had come to a close and that I was holding on to an old dream and that by holding on to the old dream, I wasn't letting myself dream new dreams. I was really teetering on that fence and not really sure what path that I was going to take at the end of this past November. And my sister asked me and my friend to go to a psychic medium event. So I had never been to a psychic medium event. My best friend Mary had been to events in the past. So had my sister. And so I guess a smaller synchronicity, Mary had texted me a couple of weeks before and was like, hey, I really wanted to go to another psychic medium event the next time that your sister mentions that she wants to go to one. Let me know. I'd really love to do it. And then... Shortly after that, my sister texted me and was like, hey, my friends and I are going to this event. If you want to grab tickets, I think that you'd enjoy it. And so Mary and I decided that we were going to go. Before I went to this event, I was driving over in my car just by myself. And at the time, there weren't really any people that I had told my dream of starting this podcast. It wasn't something that I was public about in any way. I was really keeping that particular dream pretty tight to the chest at that time. And I was driving over and I was talking out loud to myself in my car, which is something that I tend to do a lot. And I was saying out loud that I really wanted to receive a message from my Grammy, but that if I didn't receive a message from my Grammy, that I wanted to receive a message from my spirit guides, my higher self, the universe, whoever it is out there, that was letting me know whether or not I was on the right track. And the things that I was saying out loud was along the lines of, I feel like I'm meant to be doing something creative with my time. I don't feel like I'm meant to be at a nine to five right now, sitting at a desk all day, every day for the same set hours. I really feel like I'm meant to be doing something more creative with my time. I feel like I'm meant to be helping people. I feel like I'm meant to do this podcast and write a blog. I felt really strongly that this was just the path that my spirit was nudging me down. But I wanted that affirmation because I was scared. I was scared to quit my dream job. I was scared to go down a completely new path than what I had been building for myself over the last eight years. I was scared that I was making a rash decision. I was scared that I was going to be going down a path that wasn't meant for me. And so I was expressing all of that in the car by myself on the way over. And I get to the event and the event is pretty small and intimate. There's like 20, 25 of us, something like that. And The way that the medium is operating is she's walking around the room and she's connecting with all of these different spirits and she has names and she has energies that she's sort of describing where she'll walk over to someone and she'll be like, you know, I have this 
very maternal energy that's trying to come through for you. Their name is Kate or Catherine or Kathleen. Does that resonate for you? And the person would be like, oh, yeah, that's my grandmother, Katie. And it was remarkable for me to watch how spot on this medium really was for a lot of people. And I'd never been to an event like this. And so I've just never seen anything like it. And so as I said, I'm with my best friend, Mary, and Mary's mother passed a few years ago. The medium came over to me and Mary and standing next to us. And she's talking to my friend and she's channeling this message from her mother. And she's got these details that are really spot on. Once again, it's very clear that we're talking to her mom. And all of a sudden she looks at me and she says, you're changing your job. You're not meant to be in a nine to five right now. You're meant to be doing something creative with your time and you're meant to be speaking to the public. Does this make sense to you? And I said, I think so. I'm, I'm looking to start a podcast. And she goes, yes, that is what you need to be doing. Know that you have everything that you need already to be successful. You just need to release a resistance and let it go and move forward. My sister was writing these notes down for me as she was channeling this message and her mouth was just hanging open. My sister was one of the few people that I'd already told about this dream. She was shocked and I was shocked because she was mirroring back to me everything that I had been saying out loud in the privacy of my own car on the way over. It was exactly what I had asked for. I asked for confirmation that I was heading down the right path and I received that. It was that moment that really solidified for me that it was time to release that resistance and take that leap of faith just like I had in the past. Even if I couldn't see the path that was unfolding before me already, even if I didn't know exactly what it looked like or exactly how it was all going to come into play for me, I had to take that leap of faith and I had to act before the path was clear. And so I did. Like I said in last week's episode, I'm really approaching this podcast as somebody who is still figuring it all out. You know, I'm not at the top of the mountain looking down and being like, okay, I have cracked the code. Here is how you live a life that lights you up. I'm going to give you the code and go forth and everyone can then create their own life that lights them up. I'm really in the process and have been deeply in the process of doing this now for quite some time. And the longer that I'm doing this, the more I notice that when you do release that resistance, you do let go. You do let the things come to you that you want and you stop worrying so much about what it looks like. That's really when the magic starts to unfold. And I really love that we get to go on this journey together because I think that Creating the life that lights you up is going to be and should be so unique to you, like a thumbprint. We are all completely different beings and what this looks like for you and how it's expressed and what your deepest dreams are, like they're going to be different from mine, but it doesn't make them any less valuable. So I just think it's really fun for us to be going through this process together. 
I hope you're enjoying today's episode. Before we dive back in, I want to take a moment to let you know about the 90 day joy journal that I've created to help you live your most lit up life. Journaling has been such a transformative practice for me over the past few years and is one of my favorite tools for helping me tap back into my inner voice. But at the beginning, I struggled with it. I felt uncertain about what to write about and because of that, I had a hard time being consistent. So if you're in a similar boat, you should definitely download the 90 day joy journal. Think of it as your roadmap through a three month journey to establishing a journaling habit and cultivating joy in your daily life. Honestly, it's the journal I wish I had when I first started out. And the best part is it is completely free. You can download it instantly on my website, litupaf.com or find the link in today's show notes. Okay, back to the show. Those are a lot of different examples of synchronicities that I've experienced in my own life. And those are some of the really big ones. Now, there's lots of little ones that come through day to day for me, but let's get into some tips for how to notice the synchronicities in your life and how to use their wisdom as guideposts for creating a life that lights you up. So number one, I've already sort of mentioned this, but pay attention. The universe is communicating with you all the time. Everything is energy. And when you're going through life on autopilot and you're not really thinking critically and you're not really paying attention, then it's really easy for these signs to sort of pass you by. When I think about the period of time where I wasn't really receiving synchronicities, these were the periods of my life that I was really shut down, that I really was not attuned to myself, that I really was not taking care of my mental health or my spiritual health in any way. It was when I was really living on autopilot. And so it's going to be so important to find a practice that you can use to tune inward. Now, this could be journaling, which if you haven't already gotten my 90 day joy journal, it is a free resource that is really the journal that I wish that I had had when I first started my journaling practice. You'll be able to find the link to that in the show notes or on my website at litupaf.com. It's completely free. It's over 30 pages. It will give you a lot of support in cultivating your own journaling practices if this is something that you haven't done before or something that you've had a hard time sticking with. You can check that out. But journaling for me is one of my favorite tools for being able to tune inward. But some other tools are meditation, lots of resources out there, including free resources on YouTube and on Spotify iTunes, lots of paid resources too that can be quite affordable. So different apps that you could explore. But meditation, there's a reason that meditation is always something that comes up whenever you're talking about things like this. It is a tried and true method of tuning back in with yourself and has a myriad of benefits. I also really love spending time outside in nature taking walks. And even when it's cold out, which it is right now in Boston, which kind of sucks, but bundling up and just getting outside and breathing the fresh air. I like to walk with music or podcasts sometimes, but to tune in where I really recommend either listening to peaceful music or leaving your headphones at home even and listening to the sounds around you. So find what it is that works best for you. It could be going to the gym. It could be going to yoga lots of opportunities here to create that mental space for yourself to tune inwards. I also really love breath work, which again is something that you can find free resources for on YouTube. But the simplest way to do it is put one hand on your belly, put one hand on your heart, inhale deeply through the nose, feel the belly rise, feel the chest rise with the air, open the mouth, exhale, 
let it go and just really tuning your awareness to your hands and letting them feel the breath moving in and out of your body. It helps you bypass the mind by focusing on those physical sensations. So taking a few deep breaths every day, there's a great way to sort of tune back in. Those are all some of my favorites. That doesn't have to be that. It can can be anything that sort of helps you get into that sort of meditative mind state. Creating space in your day to be able to tune inward will help you be able to pay better attention so that you can notice what's showing up for you. Another tool that I really love is simply asking for what it is that you're looking for. And once again, this can look like a lot of different things. This can look like saying it out loud, which is something I talked about where drive in my car and talk out loud. Maybe do it while you're showering. Maybe do it while you're cooking. Maybe this is journaling again, where you're just putting your pen to paper and just getting extremely clear and intentional about what it is that you're looking for. And it doesn't just have to be asking the universe in terms of journaling or speaking out loud. It can also be asking the people in your life for the things that you want. An example of this would have been like, let's say I knew that I needed to move again and I needed another apartment. Putting that out there in the world and letting people know, hey, I'm looking for a place to live that has XYZ features and is within this budget range. That helps other people pay more attention to the things that you want and helps other people deliver to you what it is that you're looking for. So asking for what you want can be asking the universe, asking your community, asking your friends. You really never know who's going to be able to be a resource for you. And so just putting it out there and not just once, really continuing to voice what it is that you need, that you're dreaming of, and just keep putting it out there and seeing what comes back to you. Another tool that I really love that I think is great combined with that previous tip about asking what it is that you're looking for are oracle decks. Oracle decks are somewhat similar to tarot decks, but each oracle deck is going to be a little bit different. And the point of the oracle deck really is to hone your intuition, and they can be used in a myriad of ways. My favorite way of using them is almost in prayer, I guess you could call the way that I talk out loud to myself, prayer. And so I like to consider it a conversation between myself and the universe and my spirit guides and my higher self. And so I'll sit and meditate a little, and then I will start to speak on the struggles that I'm having, the questions that I have for the universe, and ask for guidance, ask for assistance. I hold the oracle deck while I'm having that conversation. Then I shuffle the deck, I spread it out in front of me, and then I like to close my eyes and run my hands over the tops of the cards. I like to close my eyes while I'm doing this so I can really feel into the energy. And sometimes it takes a minute or two where I don't really feel a pull in any one particular direction, but I usually start to feel some sort of energetic pull towards some area of the spread as I'm running my hand back and forth over the cards. So I wait to feel that little energetic nudge, then I reach down and I pick out a card from that area where I'm feeling that energy. Oracle decks always have a guidebook that come with them that you can use to help interpret the message that's on the card. And more often than not, I have found that when I'm using my Oracle deck, the message is shockingly relevant to the question that I was asking. There are so many Oracle decks out there. They're all really, really beautiful. There's some really beautiful ones on Etsy. 
You can find them on Amazon. That's an easy way to do it. I have two Oracle decks in particular that I really like to use that I will put the links for them in the show notes. But I think that doing some exploration on your own and maybe even if you have like a metaphysical shop near you going and checking out the decks that they have there and finding the best fit for you can be a really fun exercise. Another tip that I have for you is to make sure that you are keeping track of these signs that you are getting. So the way that I like to do it is I like to journal on them. How many times am I going to tell you how much I love journaling? Apparently at least five times in this episode, but journaling can be really good, but so is the notes app on my phone. I like to jot down things that people say or signs that I receive or things that just sort of stick out to me as a little odd. I think that the more you start to pay attention, the more your intuition will become aware when something is a sign for you. And so I like to just kind of keep a running total of the signs that are coming through for me. I find that when I have them all written down, it can be a lot easier for me to look back and go through them and piece some loose threads together and see where there might be some common themes or recurring themes that are appearing for me. So I really like to keep that running list so that I can reflect on them and analyze them later. The final tip that I have that I think is very important to keep in mind is I want you to release your attachment to what it is that it's supposed to look like. So an example of this is, let's say you're looking for your next career opportunity. And I guess I'll apply it to my situation just because it's sort of easiest for me to come up with an example that aligns with an experience that I've had. Let's say that I knew that it was time for me to get another job. And the only thing that was coming to mind for me was, okay, it's got to be another job in the games industry because that's where I have eight years of experience. But that's not really what my heart is looking for at this moment. And maybe it is what my heart will look for later in the future. You know, I did love my time in games. It's just that I felt called to explore this new path. But let's say that, you know, I really had this attachment to, okay, I need a job and it's, I guess it's got to be in this industry that I've been in for so long. That closes so many paths of opportunity to me that could come my way that I would never have even conceived of. An example of this even in my prior career was that I didn't go into it expecting to be a producer. I spent nearly six years as a producer, which is essentially a project manager. Originally, I had dreamed of being an engineer. And then I ended up getting hired as a community and social media manager. Back to that first huge synchronicity where a career in my dream industry just fell into my lap because I happened to cross paths with somebody who was already working within the industry that I wanted to work in. And the reason I became a producer was because leadership wanted to find a way to keep me at a period of time where there wasn't really a community for me to be supporting as a community manager. So they transitioned me over. Again, that was a path that I had never foreseen for myself. And it just presented itself because I was already there showing up, working hard. And so I just really want to remind you to release any attachment around what it is that something's supposed to look like. And that's not to say that you can't have hopes about what it's going to look like. It doesn't mean that you can't visualize what it's going to look like. But 
I just want you to hold on to any dream a little bit loosely. Like don't hold it so tightly in your hand that you suffocate it. Give it space to breathe and to grow and to unfold organically. And I promise you that so many more opportunities will end up presenting themselves to you that you never ever would have even anticipated for yourself. Because if you're always trying to lead from the mind, the mind only is aware of a certain amount of options that are available to you, but really there are infinite possibilities. And so just taking that step back and giving yourself space to give a little bit of breathing room to any dream that it is that you're having and really letting the synchronicities come to you. Now, if you don't even have a clear vision about what it is that you're trying to get, that's okay. Keep your eyes open for the things that are nudging you, the things that are coming your way that again, might not have even been something that you ever conceived of for yourself. The universe is always sending you signs. Keep your eyes open for them and be open to saying yes to things that you aren't sure are right for you and just exploring them. You can always change your mind and you can always say no later. But I just think it's so important to be open to receiving what's trying to come through for you even if it's not something that you think is the thing that you wanted. Just keeping those eyes open, creating space, and letting what is meant to unfold, unfold for you. Okay, thank you so much for listening today. I had a lot of fun talking about this topic. If you have experienced synchronicities in your life, I would love to hear about them. Please connect with me over on Instagram at litup underscore af or send me an email through my website, hello at letupaf.com. I would really love to hear from you. And I'd love to hear about all of the crazy, cool, magical experiences that you've already had. And maybe even tell me a little bit about some of the things that you are looking to manifest moving forward. Because at the time of recording this, it is Pisces season. And Pisces is such a dreamy energy. It's a great time to be manifesting. So let me know what it is that you're trying to call into your life. I love you. Thank you for listening. And I'll be back next week. Bye. If today's episode lit you up in any way, please consider sharing it with a friend or loved one you feel would benefit. If you want to continue the conversation on today's topic, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram at litup underscore AF. Lastly, I would so appreciate it if you left a rating and review for the podcast to help it reach more listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found value in today's episode. I'll be back next week. Love you. Bye.